The following episode may contain sensitive content. Listener discretion is advised. morning y'all well hello hello it's sunday for us today right I, today is sunday i'm in, still in bed under a blankie Ooh, yeah <laughs> it's god's day show some respect <laughs> yeah. oh, i am God. i'm wearing my pajamas <laughs> <clears throat> i've just oh. brushed my teeth <laughs> that, <laughs> seriously oh. that's as much effort as i put in yeah, this is as much effort as we're going to put into this podcast, y'all, just so you know. Okay, this is it's all you get. It's the bare minimum. You should <laughs> just like that. Mariah Carey. Hey. Right. <laughs> we have a name. Yes, give us nothing. <laughs> I know. We have a name. Who wants to? We have a who? name. This is no longer the podcast that has no name, y'all. So this is it took us a while. our name. It took us a while. Thank you for your patience. It took mm-hmm. four episodes. Um, well, I'm guessing like once we upload all of them, we will just have them already with the name. But right. just know it took us almost <laughs> yeah. four episodes. It took us until this episode to come up with a name. So you together. are witnessing really had history to right now. So, yep. Nikki, why don't you tell us what our name is? Oh, you, have, you get the honors. You want to have the honors? The accent. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay, so the name of the show, it is. The show must go on. Love that journey for us. And it's yes. something that in in the theater, acting, in, in the arts, we say a lot. When things actually go wrong, um, you just say the show must go on because mm-hmm. it really needs to go on. It does. Um, so if you have a podcast with that name, beat it because we took it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <coughs> Yo, I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, just beat it. Get out just of the beat way. It. Get out of the way. I'm Get gay. Get out of the way. Move. I'm so gay. So how's everyone doing? You all good? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so that's it. How are we doing? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. My mom is visiting for the weekend, so you know how that Ooh, goes. Nice, <laughs> yeah. Um, Janet, we moms. love Janet. Um, how about you? How are you guys doing? I'm. I'm oh, good. Um, dead silence. <laughs> that's all we need. Well, to know. well, well. Oh, things are not things going, are going so slow, well for us. Yeah, I th- it's either <laughs> we're boring as shit or like things are not good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, actually, it's Sunday, so it's my one day off of the week, which I really, truly appreciate. Um, they were asking for help at work this morning because there's, um, for the listeners, I'm in Miami, and there is uh, the half marathon is happening today. So a lot of uh, roads were closed, and I live literally a few blocks away, so I could just walk there. But today, I chose my mental health and my physical health and I put my foot down 
I mean, they weren't asking me specifically. They were asking in general, like, if anybody was available. So I I chose not to respond <laughs> and, you know, protect my energy because I, I also like to start Mondays fresh, yes. you know? Yeah. I, I want to yeah. feel good tomorrow. I don't want to feel tired. Uh, I want to give my best on Monday. And I, I always, every time I, I have the crazy idea of like, oh, I'll just help out this Sunday. At the, on Monday, I'm so mad at myself. Just be honest. Just tell them that you wanted to sit with me and Tracy. Exactly. You were That's busy. True. You had That's plans. Yeah, right. You had a it's podcast well, episode I'm sorry to, to tell you guys because I could have I gone and come back and I was still on time. But um, I don't no. love you guys that much. I'm sorry. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you doing, Tracy? I'm fine. Like I said, well, I'm boring as shit. <laughs> what are you reading? I know you can tell us a good reading recommendation Ooh, Tracy right. just gave me a good list so good list. so no one obviously I haven't mentioned this but I work at a library so okay. all I do is read so actually this podcast is great for me to like pull me out and like actually join the real world <laughs> and what because TV I'm like Kevin McAllister TV's my life but I feel like since working at a library, all I do is re- like I'm reading like three or four books at a time. Holy shit. Jesus. Like at the same time. But at the same also, time. But oh this is God. also why, why Tracy has the best insights. Every time she has a really you have a really good point of view, Tracy, and, and you open up like a side of our brain that we didn't know was asleep every time you say your, your point of view. But I think it's because of that, because you're constantly reading. It's like um, fundamental, uh, fundamental, but also it's like feeding your brain constantly. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're giving it nutritious food. <laughs> That's why she's such a smart ass. I know. Okay, I'd rather be, be a smart ass, ass than right? a dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. Sorry, true. I'm a dumbass. I don't. Want to be that. <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> that's Me not too. true. Um, no, that's great that you're reading three books at a time. I guess it's like us watching three different series at a time, which we. Yeah, that's me. You know, just sad. No. Um, okay. Well, Tracy, why don't you have the honors and tell us a little bit about what today's episode is about? What are we discussing today? Well, absolutely, I can do that. So today, we're going to be talking about award-winning, award-nominated movie, The Holdovers, starring mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti. So we're very excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. Speaking of awards, it's already won a few awards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki, since you pulled up the information why don't you tell us what you found okay so uh paul giamatti he already won uh best leading actor both critic critics choice and golden globes nice and um i don't know how to pronounce it's the name, but I think davine it's johnson davine no it's okay i saw i saw on a tiktok Her. someone approached her as davine so that's what I'm going with. I'm sorry, Davine, if we got We're that so wrong. Sorry. You know, we should have done more research, but honestly. The we show don't do must shit. go on. The show must go on. <laughs> so we're going to go, right. We're going to go with Davon Johnson. And, you know, after this podcast, I'll go ahead and do the research, which I should have done beforehand. We're but. just thriving on bare minimum right now. So <laughs> she also won Best Supporting Actress. Um, 
Critics and Golden Globes. And by the way, um, they have many nominations um, for the Oscars. Mm. Uh, Best Picture, um, uh, Leading Actor, Supporting Actress, uh, Screenplay, and Film Editing. This is something that I wanted to ask you guys because I didn't look it up. And I was like, maybe they know. If you didn't look it up, I didn't Uh, do shit. (laughs) No, no, I was going to ask you. This This is... fictional right this is not a. this is not based on a true story or is it i think it is fictional it is fictional okay okay yeah okay um all right i want to get right into it oh wait well let's do the synopsis i'll read the synopsis <laughs> yes go for it. uh so the synopsis of the holdovers is about a cranky history teacher at a remote prep school who is forced to remain on campus over the holidays with a troubled student who has no place to go and uh, a grieving cook okay so let's jump right in um tracy go (laughs) well yeah first of all i just have to say like as soon as the movie started and i could tell already where we were just because of because of like the 1970s uh like yeah everything felt brown yeah Mm -hmm. it was like sort of muted colors and just the way that it was shot and the aesthetics of it i was like okay so like we're in the 1970s it's not now which i love like i love uh as joe would say a period piece (laughs) (laughs) so i was like great okay let's go so first of all the opening credits were great and then you have the choir singing um was like little town of Bethlehem or some sort of Christmas song. Mm. So it's like we know when we are, where we are, what yeah. time of year it is. Um, so I just love that. You're, you're setting me up right away. Yes. I even, I think even the credits because mm-hmm. when, um, at the beginning when it shows – I think it's Universal Studios when it show it's not it's it's the old one. Yes. The old um, logo. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're going back here because it, it didn't feel HD. It didn't feel, you know, um, brand new, really technological. No, it was what it was back in the day. And I think that says a lot about the attention to details. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It gives you a cult. It gives you a sense of the culture, you know, an all an all boy school choir singing you know some religion is involved um i just loved it i was like yes bring me back to a period i love a period piece, period piece. I love a period piece. <laughs> um and then it closes in on uh we see paul giamatti sitting at his i i thought it was like an apartment but i suppose it, it's like a, a dorm for the teachers he lives on yeah. campus at the school but just seeing like his apartment and how it was set up and yeah. it's sort of a mess and oh my god that bathroom <laughs> barf i'm sorry it was like yeah. crap so crap in the sink the toilet is dirty so, so already gross. you know yeah. he's like a bachelor just like yeah. doesn't yeah, yeah. necessarily take care of himself he's just sort mm-hmm. of floating along in life but he's very dedicated to his work yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anybody else want to say something about that? Uh, no, I was just like, it felt like a boy's dorm bathroom. You know? 
Gross. Yeah, it's, the, itchy the cream. Show that that's my pet yeah. peeve. And, uh, it's so disgusting. The so bathroom disgusting. Oh, it's like it hasn't been cleaned in forever, which shows the hygiene of the person too. Mm-hmm. Yes, which we'll get into that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cluttered sink. I hate that. It just gives me anxiety. It's just dirty. <laughs> All right. Um, and then you know we they sh- introduce us to the kitchen staff and we can see that Davine's character what's her character's name Mary Mary you know she Mary. immediately has command of the kitchen you know she's bossing everyone out she's like 10 minutes ladies that's her first line I love it you she's know? in charge yeah she's in charge and then she's we so see mm-hmm. the the boys the dorm room and the culture and how you know the ragging on each other like, and they're calling each, each other names like names, you stole my right. weed yeah, your mom yeah. gave me that, you know, yeah. mom's right. underwear. Yeah. You know, so I was like, okay, we're getting a sense of the culture. I'm loving it. You bring me into this world. Um, yeah, you know, it's I love that good. It was a great introduction. You know, Absolutely. it's like three different perspectives. Paul Giamatti's character, which is Paul, mm-hmm. and Mary, and then the boys. Angus. Yeah, great direction. Love that. Angus. Um and then, you know, it's around the holiday season, right? I'm assuming Christmas. There's snow outside. Yes, it is Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys are going off for, they're going back holiday home for vacation. the holidays, mm-hmm. for the holiday vacation. And then some boys have to stay over or be held over. Right. Um, Hence for a variety of the reasons. title, Holdovers. Which I think that's, I didn't know that there was like a name for that. And those poor kids. Can you imagine? Such a sad name, the holdovers. But it's also, just diving right into it. Let's go. The, I want to say, you know, there's a lot of privilege with this, with these kids, but there's also, you know, their type of problems. Mm. Um, in the sense of, you know, these are kids that well, except the I think he was Japanese, um, Korean, the little the Korean ki- mm-hmm. kid. I think except him, and uh, because I I wouldn't want my kid to travel that far by himself. But then why isn't one of them coming to him? Yeah, one you of know. the parents, and then it just shows like. It's so dry. People that have a lot of money or what I can't speak from experience because that's not me. But people that have, that have a lot of money, there's like a dryness in, in their families. There's not a loving, caring situation going on mm-hmm. ever. The other kid, like their parents were doing um, working in, in, in Latin America country there were mormon Mormon. Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like why do you choose to do that during the holidays when you know your kid is far away from you and he's little like the those are babies they're they're really young yeah and you just you're all mentally you think i mean it was the 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 70s or like late 60s so people didn't give a fuck about their kids you know i mean they did not the way that they do now but, you know, just just being okay with having their kid in a faraway school with 
nobody that is family just be there yeah. you know and during the holidays when you're supposed to be with your family and then that then that's the other kid the the blonde one not the one with the long hair uh the other one the troublemaker what was his name uh i wrote it is mr i don't want to say a bad word that's why it's k-o-u-n-t kuntz kuntz yeah you don't want to say a bad word but we say fuck shit ho slut those are okay oh i'll say those are not that bad uh yeah mr yes he like oh yeah you can just stay there and then and then our leading character um angus angus sully sully the mom is oh yeah my new life i'm like shut the fuck up he's a child Uh and you're just leaving him because you need to why don't you live your life another time well i'm sorry well and i think that's why these kids have such behavioral issues is because they they come from these families and it's like yeah they have money but it's like their parents are working all the time so they don't have time Mm -hmm. to spend with their kids that's why they drop them off at a boarding school so they're there that whole Mm -hmm. time and they don't have to deal with them you know so it's like these generational trauma yeah so these (laughs) poor boys are growing up feeling like they're not loved by their parents like they don't care and then Mm -hmm. they're surrounded by maybe you know teach like paul is very hard on his students mm-hmm. you know so like we see that in the beginning when you know angus is like well first of all the test that they get back and pretty much all of them have failed yeah. so his grading is like he's super hard on them he really doesn't mm-hmm. give them a chance to succeed i feel like which that's harsh but i feel like there's a reason for it we'll talk about it later and then uh, they're like, why we we're supposed to be going to church and then on break in like 40 minutes. We're the only class in session right now. Nobody else is mm-hmm. is here. And Paul is like, well, we're supposed to start a new chapter. Why would you start a new chapter before you're about to go on break? So it's like you can right. already kind of see what kind of teacher he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's being a it's dick. Also, it's, it's, he's, yeah, he's being an asshole. And if you have a, a room full of kids that are failing like most of them i think only angus what he got a b plus a a b plus which that was great the rest were like c minus d fail everything you have to either check on on your on your style of teaching or you have to review what happened there you have to let's open up this test let's go over everything you got wrong and let's fix Mm -hmm. this but He's tough on them, but it's also, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's bitter. He he hasn't found any empathy for them. But we know why Mm -hmm. he's like that, because he already had an experience in college with an entitled asshole. Right. But also, to add to that, we find out that there was a student whose dad you know, brought in funding for the school um, Mm -hmm. who wasn't performing well, you know, Mm -hmm. and he was almost forced to pass the student with, you know, top grades just because the school was getting 
uh, money from daddy. You right. know what I mean? So it's like he's building up all this resentment toward these privileged boys, like you mentioned, you know? Well, daddy. And daddy. <laughs> um, I love saying that. And, you know, so it's like a lot of a lot of resentment coming from his own personal experiences from when he was in school, you know, and that uh, moment that we'll talk about in a minute. But also like, you know, it's still happening. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm tired of these privileged boys, white privileged boys, you know, because race is also a subject in this mm-hmm. film, you know, that get away with murder, with everything. And, you know, so he's like, I refuse to be you know, soft on these kids, mm-hmm. you know, but he takes it like to the extreme where it's mm-hmm. true, you know, instead of There's starting no middle ground. a new chapter, yeah. even when Angus says, is this the right time to start a new chapter? Like nearly the whole class failed the last chapter. We should be reviewing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so and he yeah. was going to give him that makeup exam, but then Angus fucked it up. Right. Angus. He pushed it. Up. He pushed, pushed it. Yeah. yeah, he should have just shut his mouth and was like, we'll take the makeup exam because that was as generous as as Paul was going to be. So for 100%. him, for him to even do that, I think was huge. And then he pushed it too much yeah. because I think that's just how these kids, they are, you know, like, what else can I ask for? What else can I get away with? Yeah. They just mm-hmm. push it a little mm-hmm. bit too much. I did want to add one thing to the privilege thing. This really... It's really obvious how privileged they are because that one kid who got held over, you know, he said, you know, they asked him, well, why are you here? He was like, well, my dad is refusing for me to come back home because I won't cut my hair, Mm -hmm. you know, and then eventually the dad gives in, flies in on a helicopter Mm -hmm. and picks them all up to go skiing for the Christmas vacation. Except Angus, because poor Angus, you know, her mom couldn't fucking catch a break, that poor boy. But I'm like, wow, these fucking privileged kids. Like, oh, boo-hoo. You know, that, you know, that is not bringing I mean, you on a ski trip because you won't cut your hair. hair. Yeah. At right. the end, he has no long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right, so where are we now in the story? So the kids are held over. I guess, as you know, daddy comes in in a helicopter picks all the boys up well i feel like even before that when uh paul is making them run outside in the snow oh yeah he's making he's like he's making them study yeah Mm -hmm. what goal did he have their discipline structure i think he just wanted them to suffer he's just a bitter person yeah it was like i can't have a holiday so like we're you. yeah, like we're stuck yeah. together. So like, which you're even gonna... it sucks because even like his boss says, "Well, you aren't going any, you don't go anywhere." Right. So it's like that makes him even a more bitter person because guys, you know, to the statement of saying, "Well, if I can't have a holiday, you can't either." But it's like also, Paul, you you never have a holiday. You know what but I mean? Wait, so I think that makes it even you worse. Just reminded me of his wandering eye. Oh, the lazy oh, eye, uh-huh. wall-eyed yes. Paul, which. I have a question for you both about Wait, these fucking eyes. I looked eyes. it up because I I was, I mean, I just, <laughs> this sounds awful, but I wasn't sure if it was real or not. 
Same. So I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, wait, did he always? Did this always <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I said had that it same to question. myself too. I was like, this is yeah. really well done, but it's not. It's his eye is not like that. That's fake. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure Tracy has something to say in the podcast. You know, I yeah. do. Yes. Okay. Okay. But so. I had to look it up because I, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Is this is this how his eye is? Yeah. Right. I don't want to get into the eye start. I just want to say this, Tracy, but don't confirm this. Wait until the fun facts. My one question is, did they keep switching it? Okay. So that's all I have I to say. That's all I have to ask because I was like, wait a minute. It was in this eye. No, it's in that eye. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, I don't want to jump ahead. I love that. The fun facts part. So that's all I'm going to say. Let's move on to the next topic. So, yes. Yeah, so he's torturing the boys, making them run around, making them study, making them clean the library, mm. you know. Um, uh, but then one thing I have to say, it's like, OK, who is this fucking? Why is he being such a hard ass? Then we see Mary and him you know, have their moment together where they share a glass of, I think, whiskey. And he's Mm -hmm. so kind to her, you know, and and caring to her. And then when she comes in to bring him the food, one of the boys makes a comment, well, she doesn't have to be miserable. She's getting paid for this. And he's like, you have no idea what she's been through, you know? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he's not... I mean, there is a soft think, side, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, oh, 100%. So you see that different side to him, which is like, oh, okay, hold on. What's going on here, you know? I think he's only like that to, he's only bitter and and resentful. That's the word. He's resentful towards people that had it, quote unquote, easy. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. also feel like he doesn't know their issues either. Right. Because Angus's issues are, are tough yeah. for for a kid. The the story with his dad and then um his mom basically being like, Oh no, I, I, I need to have my moment. I'm sorry, when you choose to have kids, you have to commit to that. It's not one day you're a parent and the next day you're not. I, I understand, like, you have to work and provide and all this stuff, but she didn't, it, it wasn't about work. It was about honeymooning when you're supposed to be with your child. Yeah, like Angus asked her, you had all this time. You couldn't, yeah, you had you couldn't like pick months, any yeah. of the other, I think he said eight months to go on a honeymoon. It had to be this one, this one time that I get to come home and spend and time I with you. I think Mary brings that up. Like, this kid is going through holidays feeling like nobody wants him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the I moment, yeah. I don't think the parents understand the damage that they're causing uh, by making this decision that, that, giving them the benefit of the doubt in their head, oh, that's nothing. He'll, he'll have fun in school or something like that. And it's definitely not that. It was like a punishment. You- yeah. Yeah. You just brought up a good point, Nikki, that sort of made me realize now in this moment as I was hearing you speak is that he doesn't know what these what the issues these boys are going through. So the moment he sees that that moment of struggle in someone, he immediately breaks down that guard. You know, where Mary, she's grieving. She's a grieving mom. I think we've got to mention, you know, she's a grieving mother who her son was a Barton student. And, you know, I guess one of the slogans is, you know, Barton boys never go to war, right? And the, mm-hmm. I think it's the Vietnam War that happened, 
recently, mm-hmm. and because her son was black, he was forced, yeah. he was drafted into the war. Yeah, and right. it was a way for him to pay. It was a way for him uh, to pay for school. For, for, for college. Right? Oh, for college, <laughs> right, sorry. Well, because the whole thing is that Mary is a, an employee. She's a cook at the school, so that's the reason that her right. son was able to attend Barton. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like he was sort of like a, well, quote unquote, scholarship student type of thing, let's say. Yeah. So it's like yeah. he wasn't there because of money. And which right. I think also he worked even harder. But because they didn't have the money to send him to college. So he decided to join the military. And then he got drafted to Vietnam. Yeah. And got killed. And was war. killed. Because you look at all these other kids, and when they get those bad grades, and they go, well, this is going to, my dad's going to be so mad, I'm not going to get into Yale. I'm not going to get into Harvard. I'm not going to get mm. into Cornell. It's like all these Ivy League schools. So that's like yeah. the other thing of privilege is like their fathers were good old boys at these Ivy Leagues. So it's like generation, generation. Like their their sons are going to go. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Mary's yeah. son, that was not his opportunity. Yeah. No, he had to you know. go the extra mile. Exactly. And Mary has to face that every day. You know, right. she's working around these privileged boys. Right. She even makes a comment, you know, they always complain about the food, you know. Mm-hmm. So she, she, she lives with it every fucking day, which is why, you know, she never, I don't think she ever smiles in the film. Um, maybe I, later on, you know, but... Yeah, you know she has her moments where she kind of like warms up a bit. When she's with her sister, I think. Mm. She does. Right, you know, but she has yeah. to face this every day. First of all, I, I want to just talk about Davine Johnson. I don't know about you, but I've discovered her in Only Murders in the Building. Yes, oh, I love which her character. I love on her that. character yeah. on that, yeah. and I'm so happy to see her in a different light. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but ugh, gorgeous fucking. But woman. I'm feeling twenty two. she's a a gorgeous fucking woman Mm. and i think she's just so something about her so captivating where every time she came on the screen i just like i was like "Ooh, what is she gonna do now you know like i was just so into her character so into her you know and it was like she had like this i guess you call it resting bitch face you know but she's grieving you know but it's almost like i was waiting for her to crack you know i was like "Ooh." You know, what is she going to say? You know, I don't know. On the edge, you know, like you put too much paprika, follow the recipe. What is wrong with you? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, she was so like, I don't know. I just, she really drew my attention. She captivated Mm -hmm. my, like, I don't know. She was just captivating to me. But anyway, um, well, and yes. I, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit to one part is when they're at that Christmas Eve party. Oh, yes. And, Are we going to talk about we, the kitchen scene? And then we finally see her sort of break down. And obviously, like, she had been drinking a bit. So, right. you know, I think that that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's trying to play music that her son loved on the record, record player. player. And someone is like, can't you play something more upbeat? And she just lashes out and is like, don't you, don't you fucking touch that, which Mm -hmm. I don't blame her. And then next you like see her in the kitchen and she's crying. Right. And, and then all she says is he's gone. I don't know about you, but I started crying. 
yeah. Like, I, I think was like, that I was like, oh my god. It felt so, so real because with her fists up like this, mm-hmm. like she just was angry, right. you know. And I was like, oh, right. wow. And it's it's definitely a moment a was powerful. Up. You see her mm-hmm. sadness get yeah. like stronger, basically, mm-hmm. as that scene goes and goes. And then she's in the kitchen. And then before she even speaks, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. And everyone is mm-hmm. just watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what's going to, they're trying, but, you know, it's. And then I think that's the line when she says he's gone and it's just, oh, my God, finally, you know, she is accepting this moment and she's letting herself go a little bit um, with, the, with the alcohol, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, letting herself feel because yeah. I feel like she was holding herself mm. for a while until that moment. That's true. Maybe yeah. like throwing know, throwing herself nice. in the work, you know, like focusing yeah. on making the meals and, you know, yeah. just maybe trying not to think about it so much. Yeah. 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 And then I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, but since That's we're on we Mary's, we're on Mary's character. I know we're a, we're a fucking mess. <laughs> um, since we're on Mary's character, you know that. You know that ins- oh, we have to talk about this scene, the scene where um, Paul is running after Angus. <laughs> oh my Which I time? love that scene. In the school? The one He's like, this is your school. Rubicon. <laughs> You know, um, which I have to admit, I had no idea what the fuck Rubicon is because there's a lot of references to, is it Greek mythology? It's like just ancient, yeah, like ancient Greek. (laughs) Ancient Greek mythology. So many references in this film Mm -hmm. about that. Um, But that scene was so entertaining. And I can just tell that I had a feeling that Angus, the character, Dominic, is that his name? In real yeah. life, yes, I can yes. tell a lot of this was like improvised. Like, some of like, it, we're just some, gonna, yeah. Isn't it the fun facts? Okay, no, no, Maybe. I think oh. I left it out, but so because uh, <laughs> I had a feeling we would talk about it. So real quick, so yeah. when um, Angus is basically running away from Paul, Paul's chasing yeah. him through the school, and it's just so funny because uh, Paul is totally out of breath because he right. smokes a pipe. He drinks whiskey like his diet is probably not that great. So he's like totally out of shape Mm -hmm. and making these boys run. And then he says something to them like um, you're like uh, if you don't have basically like your body in shape, like neither will your mind be something along those lines. And I love that Angus throws that line back. At Paul as yep. he's like mm-hmm. uh, 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 trying to get up the <laughs> stairs, yeah, like running out of air. Then gasping. Then the part when he when Angus does the cartwheel. Cartwheel. I was like, that, that is totally improvised. That was that was Dominic's idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, just that is yeah, so sort of like good. right. But then so, I was, laugh um, so hard in the gymnasium when he does the flip mm-hmm. and he lands. Cause <laughs> I laughed and I was like, that did not sound like a cushion. Nope. It's At sound- first, I thought he was teasing him because he's like, ah! And I'm like, no. I, I was he- like, that. He's, he landed on wood. That's how yeah. it sounded like. Yeah. So, I, you know, the reason why I wanted to talk about this scene is, and we'll come back to the running scene, but mm-hmm. 
I wanted to bring up like the different levels of class and racism. So mm-hmm. after that, you know, Angus throws up. The gym is off limits, by the way. <laughs> right. Because they're doing the floor. The rule, jumps into the gym, vomits on the gym. And then the janitor, you know, that moment when the janitor walks in mm-hmm. and with the mop and he was like, I found vomit on the gymnasium floor. And they all denied it. And we're like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And then Mary looks at them and she was like, oh, so that's how it's going to be. Right. You know, so the janitor left the mop there. And I was like, good for you. Mm-hmm. Clean your shit up. Clean you know, mess. <clears throat> you clean your mess up. So it was just like, I think that that also added up to the build up to Mary's breaking point, you know, like just that's the only just point I kind of wanted to get out. But yeah, that ch- chasing about, was funny. Uh, race and, you know, them then bringing racism up to the table in this movie. There's a moment, this is going back to the beginning, um, that what's the name of the super spoiled blanket? Not the helicopter one. Kuntz? Kuntz. It's Kuntz. Yes, right. Kuntz. So he says something to uh, the Korean kid about, oh, and I had to look it up because I was like, wait, what is that? He said, like, oh, are your parents... uh, Coming to get you in a rickshaw or something. Oh, yes. Oh. And he yeah, says, what's a rickshaw? So I looked it up and I was... Yeah, that's really racist. Fucked up comment. It wasn't even the same country. I think it was like a Japanese... Um, I think rickshaws, I think they use them a lot. I could be wrong, but I feel like India and mm. maybe like Thailand, maybe <coughs> Vietnam... Yeah. You know, they had rickshaws, I believe. And this kid's from Korea. Like, I don't believe they used rickshaws. Yeah, so it's they don't like, use that in it's Korea. So it's just like, fucking racist. Yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking Super. racist. And I was like, this is so fucked up. And of course, it has to be the troublemaker. Right. Mm-hmm. The kid that his family doesn't want him there at all. Yeah. That they're which, just leaving him in school. Which is why he's there. being a fucking prick. Which is right. why you need to, I'm not a parent, but like, bullying starts at the home. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, starts at the home. You need to fucking raise your kids right and provide a safe environment for them. Exactly. But- That's the thing. It's like he was unhappy with himself and, you know, his parents ignoring him. So he took it out on these other boys. You know, yes. I mean, that's what building is, really. It's like you you're hurting. So you want others to hurt and, and you bring them yeah. down. Mm-hmm. He was an asshole, though. Um. It's such an asshole. Gosh, we are so. The picture, too. Um, Yeah, fuck what? Yes. 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 (laughs) Like, that's. Yeah, that's so mean. Like, the one picture that he has of. It was like his dad and his mom and him when he's little. And then he. He writes that on it. I mean. Yeah. Fucking terrible. about being. An unhappy person. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Sure. You know. um, um, we're all over the place. Something. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I said. So I was sorry. like, "Where? Are, where are, sorry, y'all." I wanted to bring. Up, um, <laughs> it's such a good movie, though, and it's, it's. Yeah, there's so many important parts. Yeah. Well, I, I liked it. I don't think it's a really good movie. Oh, I, okay. I, I well, really I was going to talk it. about my critique toward the end. You know. Um. But let me bring up the the actress from True Blood. Oh, I love her. Also, <laughs> oh, yes. She is so good. She also plays a waitress there for a little bit. Yeah. She does the, the quote-unquote side hustle. Mm. 
uh, over the holidays. She is so good. And the whole time, I thought they were flirting with each other. Well, she the was flirting yeah. with Paul, that bitch, you know? But then, yeah, she had, she had a guy already. Right. Right. And which see that in the Christmas party. Which adds to more of the reason of why Paul's so defeated, like so fucking fed up with mm-hmm. the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, here we go again. You know, I I was led on to believe that she was flirting with me, which I think she was. I think she was. She was just, yeah. I think she's just like the attention, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, there are people like that. Right. And I think it's so funny that it's like Angus says at one point, like, you're afraid of women. And mm. I don't think he, he wasn't afraid of women. I think mm. it was just he was maybe afraid of the rejection. Yeah. Yes. Because he's got, do, do you want to talk about like all these things that he's got? Oh, I wrote so, it down. The TMAU, the thing about the bacteria smell. Right. Yeah, so he's got this this odor to him, which Angus is just so, just so like straightforward, but in a hurtful way where he's like, you know what? You smell bad. Like you smell like <laughs> old fish. Like it's, it's it, it, so I mean. Smell it over your coat. Right. And then it's like, yeah. it's called, I'm not even going to pronounce it. Tri- yeah, it's triple a whatever. Thank Good job, you. Nikki. I don't even know Beautiful. if you said that right, but that's better than me. I, I was totally gonna try. Did, right. but that's great. I was I was just saying gonna call it you stink. Right. Well, so it's like these <laughs> these enzymes in his body that don't yeah. break down, so he the he emits version, this odor. The version is TMAU. TMAU. Right. So it's ah, basically like something it. that he can't help. You know, right. and I'm sure it's uh, embarrassing for him. Oh, for and then sure. he has sweaty hands. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So when that, he puts his hand on Mary and she right, was like, she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I have <laughs> hydro whatever. So he's got sweaty, sweaty hands. So it's like all this right. shit that he has. He's got the lazy. Eye. So it's like sh- things that he has that he can't control. Right. Mm-hmm. So it just mm-hmm. brings down his confidence even more. Even more. So it's like, why would he put himself out there mm-hmm. to to get rejected? I feel so yeah. sorry yeah. for him. You know, it's like it's like you kind of said, really Angus. Does break my heart. Yeah. yeah, Angus. You said I think Tracy earlier on that Angus could never catch a break, and you realize Paul has had that same life. You know, where mm-hmm. he was accused of plagiarism when mm-hmm. he indeed wrote the original piece but some other guy took the credit for it that asshole and eventually got kicked out of harvard right yes yeah because um, he punched he, no he he hit him with his car he hit him with his car <laughs> which is so funny it was like well he shouldn't have been in the way but um <laughs> hit him with his car got kicked out of harvard never got his degree talk right. about a timepiece because you know because Angus was like, well, how did you get a job here teaching at Bar? And he was like, oh, you know, the, the I don't know, the head of the school felt bad for him and offered him a job. Because mm-hmm. he knew like, his wow, potential. This, yeah, this was like the 60s where you can just get any job without yeah, a degree. that's Not true. Not anymore now. Um, you know, and... But I do think yeah. he was qualified for the oh, position. For sure. Like, he, he was... was so qualified for he's, he's a, a fucking nerd. super intelligent man. And in fact, mm-hmm. I think that he was too good for Barton, but the only yeah. reason that he worked there was because he was a Barton student 
and he didn't have his degree. Like, I think if he had graduated from Harvard, he would have been like a college professor, probably at like Harvard or an Ivy League himself. Yeah. And to add to like his misery and his not catching a break lifestyle, the fucking headmaster used to be his fucking student. That, what a punch in the gut. It's just like, oh my God. Like, it's like your heart breaks for him every single time you learn more and more about Paul's character Mm -hmm. and his history. And it's just like, okay, now we know why he's such a miserable piece of shit. Right. He's so bitter. Why he's so resentful. Right. You yes. know? Well, um, so you and just feel pity for the guy. Absolutely. And, like, to piggyback off, off of that, I think it's, like, he's so hard on them to the students and bitter because he knows that they're going to go on to probably do what he should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, or even the students that aren't as intelligent. And they're going to get yeah, these because, opportunities. Right. And it's, like, mm-hmm. I should be doing way more and I'm stuck here teaching you yeah. imbeciles. And you're going to get spoon-fed all this shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, you know, so that, that, and I love that moment where Paul and Angus bump into the old schoolmate, Paul's mm. old schoolmate. Yeah, from Harvard. Mm-hmm. From Harvard. And he's like, oh, uncle, you should tell him about the book. You know, and yep. they're both like lying for each other. Mm-hmm. And it was like such a like a bonding moment for them, you know? And as a viewer, I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this. They're finally enjoying their company. I think even before that at the hospital, when... before that at the hospital, for sure, when he, you know... I think that's sort of when it started. And then That's when it it started, you know? Um, And I like that, because I was like, okay, we're coming, you know, they're finding some common ground here. Mm -hmm. Creating a bond. And I feel they're both being comfortable being vulnerable around each other yes. which is something right. that you you see the the build up to that moment because from the beginning they're so defensive there there's like a wall in front of each one of them even to talk to each other it's it's it, whatever you say is an attack to me right mm-hmm. now. yeah, and yeah. you see that you know go go away slowly throughout and then in their most vulnerable moment when is his shoulder dislocated um which i thought it was hilarious <laughs> that was funny um, yeah. and he's in so much pain when he's trying to open the car it's it's just you know a lot of a lot of um you know when you're at the hair salon and they they're giving you a haircut and they ask you if if it's good and you don't like it, but you still say it's good, it's because, because, because yeah. you're so vulnerable. You yeah. Know? They have, you know, it's the moment, it's like it, it's stripping you down completely. Mm-hmm. So I think that's at an Angus at that moment has nothing to hold on to. Right. You know, it's like I, I can't be an asshole anymore. Mm. I'm in pain right now. Yeah. Right. And I just Wait. love. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I just wanted to say, he's also low-key an alcoholic. Oh, oh yeah. yeah the, the, you know, the, just the wanted to throw that in there. That that moment after that that um, old um, schoolmate that he bumped into mm-hmm. when they went straight to the liquor store and started drinking, and that moment I thought, oh, wait a minute. There's, here's another layer to this. He's always drinking alcohol. And then it, it brought me back to that one scene where I think Kuhn said he was like, it's not even 11 a.m. and he's already fucking lit, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. But I forgot to yes. add that, that I was like, wait a minute. You know, this guy 
might be an alcoholic too. But sorry yeah, to cut you off, Tracy. Sure. No, no, that's you fine. To add. Well, I was just going to say, I love, I think there's such a parallel between Paul and Angus that they oh, have way sure. more in common than mm-hmm. they originally thought. And you yeah. just see like throughout it how much they have in common. And I, <laughs> I kind of laughed when, so after Christmas and Angus says, I want to go to Boston. And Paul finally breaks down. He says, okay, fine. So they go up to Boston and they're in their hotel room and yeah. he finds Angus's bottle of, of pills. pills. <laughs> and then Paul takes out his bottle of pills and they're taking the same pills for depression. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like I kind of <sighs> laughed a little bit because it's like, well, yeah. of course, you know. Yep. But also it's like- so sad that it's like Angus is what, like 16, 17 years old and he's mm-hmm. seeing a shrink and he's on medication for depression. Like, that's so young. Yeah. Yeah, but also his mom doesn't want to see him doing the whole That fucking Right. Well, bitch. and then the shit with his and dad. It's the, only, the only sane parent you have doesn't want you. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Yeah. Well, and then well, we learn what happens with his with his father. Dad, so he right, said, where, Angus had where we said, thought, my, We think on along his father has died. Well, because he said, right. My dad is dead. So you're right. thinking, Oh, okay. And then when they when Paul and Angus go to the movies, and uh, I love that Angus always does this thing where he's like, "I gotta go to the bathroom," but most of the time yeah. he's not really going yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah. And this time he, he he doesn't. He is running away, and Paul, of course, is like the little fucker. So he yeah. runs after him, and Angus is jumped into a taxi, and luckily Paul runs up to him and is like, "Where are you going?" And so he's like. It breaks down and Angus is like, I'm going to see my dad. So he's like, oh, okay, of course you can go to the cemetery. Because he's thinking, yeah. you told me that your father died. And the next yeah. thing, we're we're driving up to a mental institution. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. in a sense, his father is dead because it's not really his father. Yeah. But, oh, that broke my heart, too. He's like, I missed it's you, so dad. Sad. I really missed you. And he's like talking to his dad about like you know, some things about his life and his father's accomplishments. Oh, I'm going to join the tennis team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And his father listens to nothing that he said and says, I think they're putting something in my food. And in that moment, Angus is just like breaks down. It's just like, great. Right. Which I think in a sense, that's why it's like to him, his father is dead. Cause his, his, if his father, you know, that he knew growing up probably would have said, oh, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're going to be doing all these things. You're doing great in school. But no, it's like you could tell that he probably has schizophrenia and like, you know, paranoia because he's like, oh, they're putting something on my food. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Terrible. Mm -hmm. Really heartbreaking. Um, But yeah, so, you know, Paul sees that and Mm -hmm. sees, okay, you know, we're... We're the same person. You know, yeah. we have the same issues. And, you know, it, it was nice to see after the winter break when everyone, all the boys come back, where they kind of have like that head nod to one another and smirk mm-hmm. like, you know. Right. Oh, then I guess we're, we could kind of be buddies now. You know what I mean? They found um, a common ground. Yeah. A common ground. And then we get introduced to Angus's mom. And when she showed up to the school, I fucking had a feeling that it was because she caught wind a word that he went to go visit his father and i was Ugh. fucking 
right. And I was like, this bitch is going to ruin that moment. She's had to come in and ruin it. Everything was perfect. Everything was fine. And she had to Mm -hmm. come in with her recent new husband. And so selfish. Like, you know what you just did? You know, it took me, it was so hard for me to find the place to accept him. Now I have to take him in and move him somewhere else. And I was so proud of Paul when he just stood up to her and says, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. What did you say? Fuck yeah. That's right. You heard me. I was like, fuck yeah, go off. But I also wanted him to like go even deeper than that. Me too. I wanted him to be, I don't give a fuck. You guys did not want your child. Your child wanted to see his dad. Yeah. Nobody's guiding him through every. I was doing. I was doing your job. I wish he would have said that. Yeah. I wish yeah. he would have been like, I was the parent that he needed mm. right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish yeah. he because he knew going in there that once he had said that that he was going to get fired. So it's like oh, no holds yeah. barred. Like just go for it and tell them what shitty parents they were being to their son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, just really go for it. Go right. hard or go Let home. Like you're, out. you're already gonna get fired. Let that bitch have it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. burn but the bitch. Also, it- I, I, I like that he said like a little bit like you guys were unreachable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but uh, it's so upsetting that he's like, oh, I like he took all the blame, but it's also, it, it just humanizes him more. Yeah, it does it, 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 by taking the blame of the, the incident completely. He took everything. But Again. I... 100% is on me. And I think, though, that this was for the best. And I'll tell you my thought process. So I think it works in both Paul's favor and Angus's. So Paul, because I think that he realized that he could do more with his life and he didn't need to be a Barton anymore. So he needed to go and travel and maybe write a book. Not that monograph monograph. that, you know, he was going to go and write that book and and take control of his life. So I really think that in a way Angus set him free. Then also it worked for Angus because he kept saying throughout the movie that he was worried that he was going to get kicked out of Barton because he had been kicked out of other schools and that that would be the last straw. And his mom would send him to Fork Union, which was a military school. And said that she was going to. Right. right. So if she had done that, then you could probably guarantee that Angus would have been drafted into Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that he would have been killed in war. So it's like, in a sense, Paul saved Angus's life. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. That, like he did the I, ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. that they helped each other. He, mm-hmm. in that moment, Paul helped himself and Angus. Yeah. Oh, because I felt bad. I was like, oh, I really don't want Angus to go to military school. I just wanted no. to have another shot at this. Because you know, he is like, a really intelligent kid and he has a lot of point, potential. We, we, yeah, we've learned so much about Angus. We've seen how much he's been defeated. And I was like, no, 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 don't kick him out. Please don't kick him out. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and in that moment, you can also see how the bond that the three of them have, Angus, Paul, and Mary, you mm-hmm. know, where she yes. comes and she's like, yeah, um, what's her name? Told me that your mom's here. Mm-hmm. You know, like she just came to check up on them and see what happened. And I love that moment when they held hands. Like mm-hmm. she was like, I'm here for you, you know. So sweet. Um, that was so sweet. Um, but. Because I think I I think Angus thought the whole time that it's like, this is it. I'm done. They're right. kicking me out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to do anything for me. Yeah. I already put him through hell and back. So he's not. 
he's gonna be yeah you're right take him to wherever you have to take him but that's basically the turning point excuse yeah. me <laughs> where he doesn't um he actually takes his takes the, the fall mm. and, there's there's a parallel moment there because, you know, he gets kicked out of Harvard for getting accused of plagiarizing when he didn't. Mm. But he decided, you know, to take the blame or whatever. And then his life ends up screwed. He screws up his own life, you know, where mm-hmm. he gets kicked out. And in this moment, same thing happens again where he takes the blame. But this is a second shot for him to kind of redo it and be like, you know what? I'll mm. take the blame. But this is my second he's chance to. Choosing. He's choosing to choosing. take the yeah. You know, to start to take fresh. Responsibility for it completely. Right. right. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I um, I wanted to bring up since we're like near the the fin the the finish line of that movie. Yeah. He says there's a phrase that they say throughout the movie. I think closer to the end, it's world is decay, life is perception, and I. Think this is something he realizes later on because for his in his world you know all his problems were the only problems mm. you know yeah. and then that but that's his perception mm. you know and then you see Angus and his problems are also problems they're valid too right yeah and I think this is also something that we all struggle with. You know, um, somebody tells me, oh, you know, I have this. And then I bring up mine. I'm like, oh, mine is worse. You know, it's it's it it doesn't. I think the the meaning of it is it doesn't take away um, that it, the amount of issues that you have or how worthy they are or how valid they are it doesn't take away because they're different than mine and at the end of the day because it, the sentence the saying starts with world is decay it just says the whole world is fucked up mm-hmm. completely but then life is perception is how you take it yeah how you see your issues how everyone sees their own issues you know and yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I really liked that he said that and it was from an author, something that he had read. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Um, all right. Give us. Well, that was very intelligent. I love it. Sh- We're so smart. Should we talk about like our thoughts on the film? I want to, you know. Yeah, let's um, do it. Um, I will start off since I brought it up. I think it was a nice movie. You know, I don't think I'll watch it again. Um, you know, I, I did enjoy watching it. I, I'll be honest, and maybe I might get crucified for this. I don't see what the hype was about for the movie. It did bring up a lot of important thematic elements. Important, you know, I do really yeah. believe that. The character, there's the other characters are strong. The acting is amazing. I thought the performances were superb. But I feel like the hype for the movie was a, a bit over, I think it was a bit, yeah, I was expecting more. But those are my personal thoughts. What do you guys have to say? Okay, I'll go, Trace. Um, I, it was really slow for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. In the sense of... 
on to be a hundred percent honest, it was really hard for me to you know sit down and watch the movie. Like yeah. even before that, I I was dreading it. <laughs> I was like, you know, I've also like like watched a trailer for it, and I and it was it wasn't that I looked for it. It was it popped on my Instagram, and I it didn't catch my eye. I was like, eh, you know, it looks fine, whatever. Like I didn't get excited. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just. But I felt many times it was it was easy for me to get distracted mm. in the set. Yeah. I, I really like when a movie has me, you know, so invested that I forget about the world yeah. completely. And I'm in it with everyone. And let me like I don't want to take away anything from everyone that did their job there. The 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 character the actors were amazing, the direct the yeah, but I don't think, I don't, I think it's overhyped. And for me, it was, it was really slow. But I don't think there was any other way to do it. Yes, you know? I agree. I don't think he should have, like, I don't think it has to be rushed either. I think for my attention spam, which just gets shorter and shorter, shorter <laughs> you know, every year because of how much, how exposed we are to everything. Um, I think it, I like, I really just like diving into something and forgetting, Yeah. you know, but I felt that I would stop it. I would like, you know, do something and I would get back into it. I don't know. That's my opinion. Um, it's good. I'm not going to watch it again, <laughs> but it's, I don't know. I don't want to say. As a failing actress, um, <laughs> <laughs> as an unsuccessful actor, I don't think it was Oscar worthy. I, I think the I acting, I think the the actors, yes, a hundred percent. But the movie, eh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But you know, this is coming from a really successful actress. <laughs> Take my opinion really what do seriously. You mean? We're all guys. Oscar nominees. What are you talking yep. about? <laughs> um, what about you, Tracy? Okay. Well, actually, I, I take a different view on this. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I I liked the pace of the movie. I like. I thought it had really good character development. I mm -hmm. love when characters start out a certain way in a movie and you see their progression. And then at the end, there's either an understanding or you see that they've changed in mm -hmm. some way. Um, and I feel that, that this movie totally works. And I feel like it's a realistic, you know, progression. Right. Um, I don't know. I just I thought it was funny and heartwarming and I like the setting of it. You know, I'm down for like an academic setting, like in a yeah. school yeah. and all that stuff. So, and I like the time period that it was. Like, I like, you know, uh -huh. the, the 70s. So I enjoyed it. It worked for me. I was invested in the characters. Okay. I, I liked that they were subtle with their acting. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't feel like it was overacted or. Yeah, pushed in any way yeah so i agree like the acting is excellent um i do agree with you nikki that i don't necessarily think that it is oscar worthy like i think it is a solid movie but mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't know if it it would 
should be nominated for like best picture and stuff. So that I yeah. I will agree with you. Like I don't think it deserves yeah. that to that extent. Mm-hmm. But I I pers- I did we enjoy it. Uh, we at least I haven't watched all of the ones that were nominated. Mm. Mm. You know, right? Um, so maybe you know, comparing to the rest of them, I'm like, oh yeah, I should be on that sure level. But I, I, as the person that has seen what what wins and what has been nominated right. before, I don't think it was worthy yeah. of it. I but think that's fair. It's not definitely not a bad movie. Um, I would, I'll give it a thumbs up. I think it's you know, worth watching. And, uh, yeah, I think it, it's it's a good watch. It's it's also it depends if you're a person that is anxious. This is a good movie for you to watch because mm-hmm. it's not gonna have you on the edge. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's a good watch. It's entertaining. That's it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um. What about yeah. you, Joe? I give it. I, give it I, I'm up? between. A, I've been. I'll be honest. I don't know. I'll give it between a thumb, a maybe, or a thumbs up. Okay. You know, I think as you said, it's a solid movie. But because of the fact that I won't watch it again, I mm. feel like I, I'm thinking of, it's not a movie for everyone. You know, and for me to give a thumbs up, I feel like if someone were to come to me and say, "Hey, is this movie worth watching?" It it would depend on the person. Mm. You know, I'll tell them yes. knowing. Like, we all have different, um, like, different types of movies, different genres that we have a preference different to. Different personalities. You know, like, for example, if, if my boyfriend came to ask me, is this movie worth watching? I'm going to say no, don't watch it. Because I know that he won't like it. But if there was a different type of person, like Tracy, what, should, would I like this movie? I know that she would, because I know Tracy really well. Mm. You know, and I know that she would enjoy this type of movie. So that's why I'm, I'm conflicted. I don't know if I should give it a thumbs up or maybe. I definitely won't give it a thumbs down. You know, because it is a solid movie. It is overrated. I think I don't think it's Oscar worthy. Um, the performances were great, but that's yeah. I I can't decide. Yeah, maybe I guess I'll go with the maybe because it it can okay. either be a yes or no. So okay. Yeah, Tracy. And Tracy, obviously, you give it a thumbs. I give up. it a mm-hmm. thumbs up, and I'm not saying I would watch it again either. But I I think you can still think something is good. You know, and and not feel like it's a rewatch, but you can give it its accolades, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, what did the public say? So what does Rotten Tomatoes say? So Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 96%. Holy shit. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And I think so. they got an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Which is good. It's nominated for the Oscars. Right. It is. I mean, so uh, speaking of the Oscars, we got Best Picture, Leading Actor, Supporting Actress, Screenplay, and Film Editing. I think Dominic should have gotten a nomination as well if the other two were going to get nominated. The three of them should have got a nomination. And I don't know if this is part of your fun facts, Tracy, but this is Dominic's first fucking movie. I didn't put that, but it is. It's his first movie, Mm -hmm. and I was floored because... I thought his acting was great. Mm-hmm. That was really so good. Mm-hmm. I was like really blown away by him. But I was like, if you're going to nominate Paul and Devine, you know, which kudos to them, I think mm-hmm. you should have nominated Dominic, Dominique or Dominic. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, okay. Well, Barry's um, not nominated, so I don't know. Who? Barry who? Saltburn. 
Oh, that's uh, true. Do they have a limit? Well, how many people? That's just they do have a limit, but yeah. also question is when is the cutoff point? Because Saltburn didn't get any nominations, but I'm hoping they'll bring it in for the next year. You and know, like, I don't know I don't if think you so. saw, but for best movie. For best movie, no, I just saying the cutoff of how many can get nominated. Because it seems to get more and more and more. Because it used to be like five, and yeah. now it's like ten. Mm-hmm. For best movie, there's so many. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Why is there so many? Mm-hmm. Which I guess so I, says something about the movie industry that one, yeah. they're making probably more movies than ever because with all the mm-hmm. streaming services and whatnot. So it's like they're making more movies, and. I mean, the quality is pretty, like, there's good movies out there. It's getting competitive. Yeah, it is. That's good. Um, Is it time for fun facts? I love fun facts. Yes. (laughs) Let's go. Let's do Uh, it. All right, Tracy. Take it home. Okay. Well, I also just want to mention real quick that the film made $211,000 from six theaters in its opening weekend. So I think that's probably... I don't know if that's I, good I mean, or bad. I mean, hey, I if I have $200,000 in the theaters, bank. I feel like that's okay. Bad. Oh, that's true. Right. That's that true. wasn't a nationwide release. Okay. Oh, right, because it's on Peacock. Right. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we okay. go. I thought, I love this one. No sets or sound stages were used, even though the movie features a heavy film look reminiscent of the 1970s. It was entirely shot digitally on the ARRI Alexa Mini. All the hallmarks of celluloid film, like the film grain, halation, dirt, and great weave were added in post-production. What? I know. Isn't that? Wow. So I feel like. Yeah. So I feel like they should win for that. There's not one moment that I. Yeah. There's not one moment that I'm thinking that's fake. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Director Alexander Payne conceived the film's concept after watching a 1930s French film, Melus. Okay. Okay. (laughs) David Hemmingson wrote the screenplay originally as a writing sample for a television pilot. He, He based it on his experience as a boarding school student at Watkinson School in Hartford, as well as his relationship with his uncle. Okay. That makes sense. For the fictional Barton Academy, the crew filmed on location at five real Massachusetts school, Groton, Northfield, Mount Hermon, Deerfield Academy, St. Mark's School, and a public high school in Fairhaven. These schools are so aged, too, because it's just right. no set. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of them are from, like... Because I think... I mean, do you, guys, do you remember when we went to Yale? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yale's that, an old uh, school, though. That's true. Outs- like, mm-hmm. everything looks like it has never been touched. Right. Yeah. They, they preserve that uh, historic mm-hmm. architecture. Mm-hmm. Because they used real locations and due to COVID regulations with schools being in session, they did film during the holiday break. So they shot it it, within like two weeks, three weeks. Holy shit, that's fast. Mm -hmm. There was a snowstorm during filming, so all the snow you see is real. That's great. That's perfect. Which the 
they love that because they wanted that feel of like this is happening mm-hmm. after a snowstorm mm-hmm. anyway. So the fact that that happened, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. In the scene where Angus calls home, uh, he actually flubbed the take because he didn't know how to dial uh, the rotary phone. He had never <laughs> used one before. <laughs> Uh-huh. Which, when you oh, think about that. it, he's like 18 years old. Right. Sorry, Gen Z. You, most of you don't even know what a rotary phone is. So, of course, he's not going to know how to dial it. Right. <laughs> right. Like, so I would know how to dial it, but that's embarrassing. Yeah, so someone had to oh, show him because they, they didn't even think about it. They probably gave him the prop it. and he was like, what the fuck is this? Right. But I love that he didn't say, I don't know how to use this. He was just like, okay, he's sure. Oh, <laughs> poor Dominic. <laughs> All right. Uh, Miss Divine, who is a non-smoker in real life, thought Mm. that smoking a fake cigarette looked unrealistic. So she opted to smoke real cigarettes while being Mm. sensitive to not becoming addicted to nicotine. She chose American Spirits as she disliked that brand the most and knew she could easily quit after filming Wrapped. (laughs) That, to me, is fucking dedication. Yes, that is dedication. A smart woman, she's like, I know I ain't going to get addicted to this yeah smart but the dedication because i don't think i could do that that's a lot of smoking it like every every time you see her she's smoking a cigarette and then smoking another one takes yeah Yeah. Uh, and him with the pipe him with the pipe yeah. yeah oh my gosh all right so last one and i think we can talk more about this because you had mentioned it earlier Paul Unum's lazy eye was Paul Giamatti's idea and started out as a prank on Dominic Sessa, who plays Angus, but then, but then was incorporated into the script. On top of that, Alexander Payne, the director, came up with the idea to continually swap out Paul's lazy eye on either (laughs) side, as well as the car doors to show the character's development of trying to see yourself in someone else's situation. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that, but I fucking knew there was switch up. They like, definitely did. Yeah, this one's moving. Yeah, now that one's that moving. I was like, that was not in that. Eye. And I love that line at the end. He was like, "This is the eye." But you then you should... see him driving away at the end in the car, and it's the other one. Other eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I love that Paul Giamatti was did it at first as a prank. Like right. that is it, so genius. That is so cool. It also that fits shows his you, character. Like, the right. Yeah. Yeah. But it also shows you, like, not the dedication that they have to their own characters, but, like, that uh, the culture on set with your t- t- castmates, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to do this to fuck with them, you know? I love it. I yeah. love that. That's some, that's what, like, brings back the joys of, like, rehearsal with, you know, back when, in our acting days. <laughs> before before we were failed actors. Right. You know, it's like, hey. oh, this is so much fun. Look at us judging other actors. I know. <laughs> Like true professionals. Yeah, right. But the show must go on. We're full of actors, but we're still, you know, we have to go on. We're still going. We're still going. <laughs> um, wow. Thanks for those fun facts. I always love the fun facts. I know. I look forward to them. So um, I love them too. <laughs> uh, so who wants to announce what we're going to discuss next episode? I don't because I forgot the name. Oh. So, well... <laughs> We're going to be doing a documentary. Right. So we're going to be doing American Nightmare. American Nightmare. Ooh, so that so, is on I heard Netflix. Great things, uh, through TikTok. Okay. I've watched I it twice. I'll just say that. 
And I think I remember this case because I believe it's from like 2015. But I'm sure there's going to be some things that we didn't know about that weren't in the media. So I always look forward to that. I'm excited. Spill that tea. So go watch it before you listen to the next episode of The Show show Must Go On. We have a name. I can't believe we have a name. I know. Um, Now comment, like, subscribe. Um, and be nice to us, things. of course. Yeah, give us a thumbs up. People. Um, <laughs> also, we're successful actors. So. Right. Well, <laughs> thank you together, for people. joining us. As always, you know, we appreciate it. Um, it was nice, nice to see y'all, and um, we'll see you next time. Beautiful. Well, thank you for listening. Yes, okay. thank you. See you next week. Bye, Adios, my friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.